0: Chef Sean Boucher here, just talking a little business. A little business, little chef. Today is kind of a fun one for me. I have, I just really like things when they come full circle, and today we're full circle. Full circle because we're talking to a good friend of mine. A friend of mine that I met while he was going to culinary school and while I was teaching culinary school, so it was kind of fortuitous for us to meet. Anyway he's done some really cool things since uh, since we last worked together, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him today excited to find out a little bit more about him and his journey so without further ado, mr. Neil Bridenstine.
1: well um, I've always loved to cook uh, but I was in a uh, I was in a sales job and I was going to uh, university. Um, in a sales degree and i really uh couldn't stand what i was doing i hated school and i hated my job uh and um at the time uh, my wife uh <laughs> realized that um that the the sales world that i was in was taking a pretty heavy toll on my attitude and um she was the one who initially had uh encouraged me to uh, seek out culinary school and, and to try to, um to, to do something that I love to do, uh, which was cooking and I always enjoyed, uh, having people over, uh, at my house. So anyhow, uh, I, uh, I went down and, and had a tour of a, of a culinary school that was, um in Utah and, uh, fell in love right away and, uh, they couldn't sign me up quick enough. So that's kind of initially how I got my start. Um I just really enjoyed, uh, cooking and ended up uh, enrolling into a local culinary school
0: so i'm curious because obviously we have a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds on here but talk to me about why culinary school why not just go get in the industry why not just go get a job and kind of see if you liked it why why go to culinary school first just walk me through some of that thought process
1: well uh, i think that um Honestly, that, looking back at the experiences that I've had, um, I, don't, I don't really have a clear answer. I think uh, for me uh, uh, in my life at that point in time, that was just kind of the, the direction that I went for. Um, I had worked in a, a restaurant uh, in high school as a busboy, um, and uh, other than that, I, I didn't really have any industry experience, um, but for some reason that was just I, – I think because it was um, – the direction was in education. Uh, I knew that I needed to, to get some form of education, and so that's why uh, I decided to enroll in the culinary school versus just going and, and joining the job force.
0: So you get into culinary school, and as you're there, you're you're kind of learning and growing. What were your expectations going into that, though? I mean, did you expect to just rock and roll, and next thing you know you're gonna have an eighty thousand dollar a year job right out of school, or tell me about some of your expectations
1: well initially uh, when i was in when I started culinary school, um, I was just really excited to uh to be there um, I don't know that at at the point in in the beginning of school, I didn't really have have it all figured out um, while I was in culinary school, I would say um i started uh, in the culinary management um degree that they had and at that point I, I think the goal was to become an executive chef at some point which i knew wouldn't happen right after um right after culinary school uh but um i think that was kind of my goal what happened while i was in school uh was i, I started at a culinary school that was in Salt Lake and I went there for a year and then I actually transferred to a culinary school in Las Vegas. And, uh, it was a bit of a bigger school and they had a couple of other programs that, uh, the one in Salt Lake didn't have. And so I ended up changing my major from culinary management to food and beverage management, which I felt was, uh, was a little, maybe would open a few more doors. Um, as much as I loved cooking um, and learning all about different types of cuisine, uh, I was—I uh, I do have an entrepreneurial sense, and I—I uh, I felt like it would be uh, a little more of a broad degree uh, to gain or to learn the business side of the restaurant, not just the culinary side.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm a fan of that. So. I mean, how did it work in culinary school? Were you just, were you just in culinary school? Or were you just focusing on that? Or were you working? How did that work?
1: So I felt pretty fortunate uh, in, my, um, in my life. Uh, when I was in culinary school uh, down in Las Vegas, I had just moved to Las Vegas. I attended a job fair. Um, I hadn't even been down there a couple of weeks. And I attended a job fair and a, uh, a chef, that was formerly a student of that school uh came to the job fair and and i got offered a job as a prep cook for a grocery store chain um it was uh it was while i was at the grocery store um networking and and uh through some different contacts that i met that i ended up landing a job um at the cosmopolitan of las vegas uh, i helped to open that hotel uh one of uh the guys that was working at the grocery store accepted a position as the head butcher for that hotel and he was able to give me a recommendation um, to get my foot in the door in that hotel and I was able to work in their banquet department um, as a master cook for uh the remainder of uh the remainder of school I was there for uh, almost 4 years um, and uh that was kind of a, it was it was neat because i was getting um a, a book smart education uh while i was in school and then i was working and getting the street smart side of things so it was almost as though i was getting two degrees all at once
0: you know i'm one of those guys that worked the whole time i went to school too and so i get it and that is a that is a man <laughs> that's rough i'm i'm guessing it was equally as rough on you as it was for me
1: uh yeah uh the that lifestyle uh takes a toll on anyone uh i was uh, I was going to school full time uh Monday and Tuesday. I had classes at eight in the morning until ten o'clock at night uh and then uh Wednesday through Sunday, I was working full time plus overtime uh initially when we were opening i was I was going to school and working probably close to 70 hours a week uh, in the hotel and continue to do that um, until almost until I I finished up at the hotel. It was, a, um, I mean, it, it did a lot for my career, but it was a very grueling time in my life.
0: So give me your take on, you know, would you do it again? Would you do it the same way that you did it? Would you do it differently? And if so, what would you do?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, I think the in hindsight um the biggest thing for me is um you know i think at a in my at an early point in my career it was easy to say yes because i didn't want to let anyone down and i didn't want i i wanted uh, i wanted those around me to know that i was the go to guy i wanted them to know that um that i could get the job done that i would stay late i, I wanted to prove to them uh who i was and the work ethic that i had um but I think that it's it is extremely important uh to to have a work life balance. um I gave that up and and that uh, you know that takes a toll on on family life on uh friendships other relationships um so you know that you you really have to decide what is who you are and what's important to you and and stick to your guns um because it's you know if if you can't learn to say no you can very easily become taken advantage of.
0: So finally, you come to that point where you're done with school, you're wrapping up things there and, and you know, you're working and you have the opportunity to go other places and things. What happens from there?
1: So when I had, uh, when I was, when I was working for the Cosmopolitan and I was just getting finished to wrap up school, um, the only experience that I had uh, in, in a career path was in, in the back of the house or in the kitchen. Um, I had worked for the grocery store and then for the cosmopolitan which was which was really great experience uh My degree being in food and beverage management uh I made a decision that um I wanted to explore what opportunities there were um in the front of the house or uh, as a restaurant manager uh bar manager i i there was a lot of other things that I was fascinated with uh even though i I loved cooking and I loved food. Um and so uh I ended up um finding a job uh at a restaurant called PF Chang uh down in in Las Vegas and I quit my job uh in the hotel kitchen and I just became a server. Um at that point I had I had just graduated with my degree and um, they would have offered me a position as a restaurant manager, but I, I didn't have any experience in in the front of the house or in financials or budgets or any of that stuff. And so, um, so I ended up being uh, – I got a job as a server, and I had to prove myself as a server very much like I had just proven myself over the last few years uh, being a, a prep cook or a master cook uh, in the kitchen.
0: So talk about maybe your transition between working in the back of the house and then moving to the front of the house and maybe some of the lessons that you had learned working in the back of the house that helped you in the front of the house.
1: Well, as as much as I loved the back of the house, uh, the front of the house was really where I thrived. Um, I think that the experience that I had in the kitchen Really gave me uh, an upper hand to a lot of the other servers in the restaurant. Uh, they would they would learn about uh, the menu items or the the food or the, the wine pairings, um, but they didn't have a, a deeper knowledge of food or pairings or flavor profiles. And so, um, the experience in the kitchen enabled me to to really give an elevated level of service uh, and provide. Uh, kind of a a deeper experience in uh in foods and uh pairings and um you know it was a, a little above even what was required by the restaurant um which uh for me uh worked for my benefit uh the the managers in that restaurant uh quickly saw that i uh that i was a hard worker and that i was willing to do whatever it took to get the job done and so i only ended up being a um a man or excuse me a server in the restaurant for about four or five months um and then at, at that point in time i had actually transferred from the pf Changs in in las vegas to the pf Chains in salt lake city i had i had relocated um back to salt lake where i was born and raised and was working at that pf Changs. um and i was offered a position as a restaurant manager
0: so, talk a little bit about that. I mean, you go from a server to a manager you've got a career path ahead of you why Why step away from that
1: well um p f Change was a uh, was a great place to work, and I think that was a it taught me a lot about uh you know uh corporate America and about uh you know stores uh, operational efficiency and how uh, multiple units all run in sync. Um, and very much the same. Uh, and I, I thought that was a great experience for me. Um, you know, it just kind of happened that some other opportunities came along. Um, not because I was looking for them to, to be that way, but, uh, I, I happened to, um, to find an opportunity where I could start my own business. And, um, as, as much as I really enjoyed working for, uh, for the restaurant, um, I thought it would be a, a greater opportunity for me to to start my own business.
0: So, what was the business that you started?
1: So my uh, my sister uh, at the time, uh, her uh, she had some friends that uh, that had come over to her house a whole bunch, and I had gone over and cooked dinners for them, and we had I had entertained for them uh, a handful of times, and. Um i had been encouraged by multiple people to open a restaurant or you know to, to start my own business uh in in food service um but never really the, the stars never really aligned um my sister kind of brought this idea to me uh she's very into health and fitness and um had this idea for uh, a meal plan or a, a food prep meal prep company And, uh, she felt like my skills would be a great fit for, um, for that business type. And I made really good food. And, um, the question was, could I make, you know, could I make really healthy food really good food as well at the same time? Um, and so we, uh, we really just, uh, took a chance. We decided that that was what we wanted to do. And she was kind of, uh in operations and and worked with uh with our clients and i was in i was uh i was the executive chef and and operated things from uh from the backside and in the kitchen and uh we started with uh with pretty much nothing and just found a small space to jump into and everything kind of started working out for us um when we uh when we initially opened we the the first week that we were open we found ten clients to serve us um, and do meal plans for So we were doing, uh, we were doing prepared meals for the entire week. It was 14 meals, uh, for two, two per day lunch and dinner. Um, and, uh, and it was picked up all in, all at once, uh, one day a week, and then they could freeze and then thaw and microwave food. Um, in, uh, in a, uh, a period of about six months we had we had grown the business from uh ten clients a week to over a hundred clients a week that we were servicing. And we had uh we had partnered with uh a couple of local gyms and uh we were well on our way uh to to bigger and better things. We were we were doing great things. Um on the other side of the uh the or the other part of the business we had was as soon as we started doing meal plans, um, people started coming uh and asking us for catering and so there was a second part of our business that that bloomed very quickly uh, and that was in full service catering so we were doing um we were doing probably three or four events uh, a week and then we also offered uh catering pickups so we we were really busy for a for a startup business i i mean I was quite proud of of how uh, how we were doing um it was a little bit short lived in the fact that, uh, my, uh, my sister being my business partner and I, uh, we were both in, uh, some pretty, uh, pretty bad places in, in our lives with our marriages and both of us were going through a divorce. And, uh, so we, uh, we decided to dissolve the business and just kind of part ways, uh, due to, um, just not just other personal things really getting in the way of, of the business and development. Um, and so we, we ended up just closing the business down.
0: You know, it's crazy to me. A lot of the similarities in our paths, in our, uh, in our journeys, I, I know what it's like to, to build a business, to have to close it down, to, you know, get out of it unexpectedly. And it is, it's painful. It is whew, not something I I would wish on anyone, but at the end of the day, you learn a lot from it, and you learn probably in ways that you wouldn't learn any other way, and those lessons become ingrained in you. I'm sure you had a few of those those lessons. I'm sure you learned a few things from that experience. Um,
1: yeah, you know, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely an incredibly difficult thing to do. Um, we, uh, we were, we were open from, from opening till we closed, uh, we were open about a year and, uh, a year and four months, almost a year and a half. Um, and, uh, there was, uh, there was a, an incredible amount of life, life, life lessons that were learned. Um, you know, for me personally, I, I think that, you know, I think we did as well as we knew how to do um for as, as much knowledge or experience as either one of us have. um I would say we were we were a, a little premature to to blow up as quickly as we did um you know we uh one thing now in in hindsight of of where I've worked and the things i've done um i think uh we should have or could have uh, solidified our our operating procedures a lot a lot better, or or done uh, you know done things to make sure that operations were a lot more sound. Um, you know, uh, another life lesson was with the financials. I think that um, I mean generally we knew kind of where we were at, but we weren't. Paying as close of attention to those financials as we should have been, you know, every day, all day long. It was more, a little more passively, and uh, it was, it was hard, it was hard to try to pay attention to them because we were doing okay, we were making money, we were paying ourselves, we were paying our bills. There was money in the account, so you know, I think when uh, when things are difficult or when things are tight is when you really do uh, pay close attention. But I I learned uh, to definitely. Um, I wouldn't say obsessed, but to be very aware of of your financials and what's coming in and what's going out um and and to be completely aware of that um, I would say also uh you know as much as i uh as much as I love my sister. Um, you know, there's some, some dynamics of, of family relationships that, that are there. I think you have to pick and choose your business partners wisely. Um, thankfully, my sister and I are still on really great terms, um, and I love her to death. But I think that both of us can realize that, um, you know, the the business took a toll on our relationship for a time. Um, and I, I think that, um, you know, there was a lot of other things that were involved. I think that, um, you know, I, I wasn't taking care of, uh, business the way that I should have, and, and family relationships were suffering, and the relationship with my wife at the time was suffering. So there was a lot of distraction, uh, which I think is, is what led to the decision to finally just dissolve the business.
0: Well, so here you are. I mean, you have done some a lot of things in a short amount of time. I mean, you've, you've essentially been in the industry for about 10 years now, professionally anyway, and, man, you've done, you've done some stuff. So what's next? If you can do anything, what do you do?
1: Well, wow, that's a, that's a million-dollar question. Um, you know, I ask myself that every single day uh i don't know that i i believe that my destiny is is painted uh painted out clear in black and white um you know uh i still have uh an entrepreneurial sense you know and I, I i still look um for opportunities to you know uh open up uh open up my own restaurant or open up uh, my own place or concept Um, you know, I'm, I'm open to ideas, uh, um, that, you know, people may have. Um, so I don't know. I, I, uh, I like what I'm doing now. Um, but I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for, for a new opportunity at at any point.
0: You know, I can identify with some of those things. So what are you actually doing right now? So currently,
1: uh, I am a, the executive chef and culinary school coordinator for Davis Technical College in Kaysville, Utah. Um, I'm responsible for a cafe, a full-service in-house catering company, and then I oversee the culinary school where we have uh, about 50, 55 students. Um, you know, I'm really excited uh, right now because, um this is a new thing for me uh i'm working in in education and i never thought that uh that i would really have that opportunity um it's it's been a uh, it's been a great challenge but also a great enjoyment to work with students and and to really see the uh the potential of of the up and coming in the industry um with that has come challenges that you know like like writing uh writing curriculum for the culinary school uh is something that I, I don't have um experience in but I'm learning and I'm I'm um challenging myself to uh to to do those to do those things and to try to do them well and seeking help and trying to find out the best way to do that. Um and, uh, and, and while I'm doing that, uh, I'm able to oversee the cafe and the catering and work in the kitchen and manage, uh, and oversee people. So I, I feel like where I'm at is a great place for me because it really gives me a variety of, uh, of work in hospitality all in one place. Um, and the other part of that that I think is the most important is that I've really found a work-life balance, uh, while being able to, um, to work in hospitality. Uh, it's kind of a sweet deal, uh, <laughs> working for the state and in education, uh, with weekends and holidays off. And, uh, I'm generally home for dinner at night because my work is, is during the day. So, uh, there are benefits to that. Uh, sometimes I wonder if I'm a little sick in my mind because I, I sometimes miss the busyness of working in restaurants and hotels and, I I feel like I'm. Um, sometimes I wonder if I'm missing out just a little bit because my job seems a little too calm sometimes. But for the most part, I I love what I do and and it's it's really enjoyable for me to uh, to to work with students and to um, to teach the, the the next generation.
0: You know I've said it before, and I will say it again, and I will say it to you, Mr. Neil Bridenstine. You're a good man. <laughs> appreciate your time, appreciate your, your talents, appreciate you giving your all to this industry, to your jobs, and making it through. Making it through that full-time work in and school and, and finally, finally getting the payoff.
1: Couldn't agree more, Sean. Thank you very much.
0: Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with